Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bob Lonsberry right now. I'm Dave Smith, News Radio 570, WSYR now and 106.9 FM. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate that. Uh, good afternoon, Americans, and hello, my friend. Nice to be here with you. Open lines Friday, of course, meaning uh, no show prep whatsoever has been done uh, for this program. I may not even be awake right now, okay? And if I am, I could be playing words with friends with seven or eight people. Here's the thing, though. Uh, mostly I try to play against elementary school kids. It's good for my self-esteem, and it teaches them humility. Uh, no, honestly, if I can bust some little punk kid on Words with Friends and send them uh, running out of the room crying, <laughs> I feel like a big man, I tell you what. Uh, on this Juneteenth deal uh, up in Oswego, if uh, Juneteenth is most typically around June 19th, then I would politely suggest to the folks who are having their march, God bless you, maybe you could do it on the 19th. Uh, if you want to do it on a convenient weekend, um, may I suggest that you do it uh, Saturday? Because, of course, on uh, Sunday, which is the day you want to raise the Black Lives Matter flag at the Oswego City Hall, I, I think on Saturday, uh, check that Sunday, not to be a jerk, but we've already got the flag job filled, Right. Because the 14th of June is what? What's the 14th of June? It's Flag Day, right? It's it's our Flag Day, everybody's Flag Day. The red, white, and blue, the flag of the United States. Uh, likewise, uh, the 14th of June is what? It's the Army's birthday, okay? So if it's okay with everybody, we've already pretty much filled... Uh, June uh, 14th with stuff to commemorate and celebrate and whatever else like that. So if there's got to be a flag raising and all this other stuff, and I respect uh, your uh, interest in your cause, and that's very nice, but uh, why don't you do it in such a way so that uh, we can happily commemorate what you want to commemorate without taking away from what our nation for many long years has on the 14th of June uh, commemorated? That cool with everybody? Oh, it's not? Okay. I'm sorry. Who's the host of the radio program? That's right. It's me. So we're going to vote again. Is that cool with everybody? Oh, it is. Oh, it's unanimous. Oh, my gosh. By 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 common consent. Oh, very, very nice. Outstanding. Feel, feel good about this. Feel good about this. Andy Cuomo. We got any callers yet? Okay. Because I shot my wad, kids. I had that one thing. We had three hours of program left. And listen, I was hoping to trim my fingernails during this show, too. So if you could please just call up now with anything. I don't know. That that time you, you tried to kiss that girl in the fifth grade, I, I'd listen to that story. You know, I you'd, you'd hear the clip, clip, clip of the fingernail trimmer probably. But I, anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, Andy Cuomo. Uh, he today announces this executive order, which will put upon all the police stations all across New York uh, between now and April, this need for a very complex community review uh, and then a community consensus decision about what policing will be in these various communities going forward. Uh, and he said, you know, some may want to have fewer police officers, uh, uh, send others, maybe we get some community volunteers. And, you know, so you've gotten to and and to have your discussion 
to uh, uh, enact your local laws and to have everything in place by April 1st. Now, I'm not sure if Andrew Cuomo is, like, familiar with laws, municipal law in the state of New York. The way he acts, most times you'd think probably not. Um, but in municipal laws and changing stuff, and we now like to have our second public meeting on a municipal ordinance 422-21, okay? We'll now read the minutes from the last meeting, right? At that part, uh, point, parts of your body start going dead from boredom, and you're only two seconds in, right? But it, it takes it takes a long time. So to meet this standard, um, communities like everybody, what what did what did he say? Little mayors and town supervisors and whatever else like that are going to have to get cracking right now. And the deal is that like because of the time frame, because you've got to have you know again to pass municipal law. Well, what has to happen? We have to read it at this public meeting. And then 30 days have to pass, and then we have to read it in another public meeting after making a, a, a printed notification in the newspaper of record, and some guy has to go out in the middle of the night and shout, Oye, Oye, Oye! No idea. No, back in the day, you had two types of people. Those who yelled, Oye, Oye, Oye! And those who yelled, Huzzah! Huzzah! And then came modernity. And we realized, them are friggin' stupid words. What the hell are you boys saying? And we don't do that anymore. But it's still in municipal. So the point is that if a, if a municipality is going to meet the governor's deadline, a.k.a. kisses Fanny, um, they've got to have the community discussion and you've got to decide what you're going to do and have your local laws and your change of policy squared away now. Right? Like, I mean, like in the next couple, three months. One downside of that is we got the friggin' plague going on still, right? So your great community get-together meeting is going to happen, what? Going to be a Zoom? Okay, I will Zoom this, okay? Listen, let me just say uh, a, a pro tip to all you guys. I think yesterday we talked about raise your laptop so that it's at eye level. Nobody friggin' wants to look up your nose, okay? And also uh, put the window so you're looking into it and not it's at your back, doofus. Have you never taken a picture? But anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and the wear clothes things, okay? I know you're at home, and perchance you got some naturist thing going on up at their house, freak job, but don't do that on your Zoom, okay? No one wants to see your moves on the Zoom. End of story there. Oh, oh but here's what I was going to say about uh, Cuomo real quick. Um, he announced this very comprehensive executive order, which will change policing all across New York which if you don't get it done in time, will defund your department because you won't get state money. It's a huge fiscal and policy decision. And he did it by executive order. He completely left the legislature out of it. Now, here's the deal. What else did he do today? He signed bills, which were considered by the legislature Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week, which is a wham-bam thank you, ma'am. But at least there's the lip service which should be part of every wham, bam, thank you, man. But there it was at least the lip service of the legislature voted. In this situation, you have a significant change in state policy, which will involve directly an appropriation measure. Do local police departments get uh, money or not? And yet, instead of making a suggestion on Monday to the legislature, do you guys want to consider this and vote on it, see if you think it's a good idea? He did not even consult the legislature he pushed them aside. He did it as an executive order. So whether you or not you think this is the way we should screw the cops, um, you have the fact that this man announced it as a dictate 
when the opportunity to have the in-session legislature consider it and vote on it the way like the Constitution says America is supposed to be run and the Constitution says New York State is supposed to be run, instead of doing that, he pulled the worship me, I'm the big king thing, which bothers the living bejeekers out of me. Joe, glad you called up, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hi, Bob. Hey, buddy. Uh, I had a conversation last week about uh, defunding the police with you, and I'd like to continue that if you want me to. I think that every two weeks is how often we're allowed to call. You know what I'm saying? And plus, here's the thing. If we had a conversation about it last week and you want to continue it now, if we had a conversation last week, I don't know if you ever heard the program, but there's this, like, one obnoxious P-R-I-C-K, right, who hosts the program, and when he's done talking about a subject, he just friggin' hangs up on people. There's no, hey, tell your wife I said hi, okay? Nothing like that. There's no, hey, Jim, so appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. No, it's screw you very much. Click, right, to commercials. It's pretty brutal. So if the conversation was not continued last week, likelihood I'd like to continue it this week approaches zero. Jay, glad you phoned up, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hello, Jay? Hmm. Well, it's not hibernation season, so Jay has not... Jay? Okay, well, we've lost uh, direct uh, lineal communication uh, with uh, uh, Jay. The subject was George Floyd. I got something I want to say about George Floyd real quick. Um, one of the things that, of course, has been, you know, swirling around social media, uh, one of those things they say the press won't tell you, is that George Floyd had an extensive and unpleasant criminal record, right? There was the gun at the pregnant lady's belly, right? And he did. He had a prison record. He, uh, he had, you know, he had, well, he had a conviction record, a significant conviction record. But here's the deal. That's not relevant in the least, to what happened here. He looks like he resisted and there was something that happened in the back seat. But in terms of what happened ultimately to him, not even that is relevant. All that is relevant here is the conduct of the officers when he was on the ground, specifically the conduct of the officers after he was subdued via being handcuffed. At that point, the man was in custody At that point, the man's ability to resist was eliminated by virtue of the handcuffs and by virtue of the physical superiority of the police officers uh, on him. At that point, uh, the only thing that matters is the conduct of the police officers and it, most particularly the leadership provided by the one who was on his neck, um, took the man's life. So the other stuff, none of that's death penalty stuff. None of that is deserved to die stuff, and none of that is relevant to the conduct of the those accused in this uh, course of criminal conduct during the period of time that the life of Mr. Floyd was endangered. So I know that swirls around, and I think it's offered like as an excuse or whatever, but it, it is not an excuse. It has no bearing on he's in custody now. What do we do with him? It has no bearing on that at all. At least it should not in the right world. We're going to stop because, duh, it's time for traffic and weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, friends. 421-9797 and the 315. Bob at Lonsbury.com, the email. Augie, glad you called up. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hi, Bob. How are you doing today? Good, sir. I hope you're the same. 
I uh, had a question for you about the Black Lives Matter website here. Website? It says, uh, we, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement, requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages. It's on their website under under programs and what we believe in. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what that means to you or what, what would you think that means? Well, what's it mean to you? It feels like in my thought process, it says, let's take the traditional family and, and disrupt it and put it, put it in the hands that could raise your family better. But I could be totally wrong. Read it again, please. It says about halfway down in what they believe in. Mm-hmm. It says we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages. Yeah. I, 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 here's my take on that, Augie. Um, I believe that the family unit is of God. I believe that uh, pair bonding in our species, Homo Homo sapiens, is um, innate. And though not always working out, has been the pattern and system of almost every culture throughout history. I also believe that in the Bible, uh, it was Adam and Eve, and uh, it was uh, a husband and a wife, and then they had children. And I know that there have been variations on that. You've had matriarchal societies. You've had uh, a, a, a polyamorous societies. You've had polygamous uh, societies. You've had a lot of different ways to skin the cat, so to speak. But the nuclear family is of God. And you will find, as you look at societies and cultures, that those which embrace and are able to sustain the nuclear family, mom, dad, and the kids, and I know there are exceptions and whatever like that, and it's a, it's a standard to which we strive we don't always achieve. I, for example, have been divorced. I know some people uh, never have the opportunity to marry. Uh, you know, we, again, we all are struggling towards the finish line in our own way. But the exceptions must not be uh, uh, put above uh, the, the norm or the rule. And that is that in our species and in our culture, it's mom, dad, and the kids. And that nuclear family is not a Western paradigm. It is an, an innate and divine paradigm. And it is the wellspring of uh, most happiness and success in this life. Those who fight against the nuclear family are fighting against God and his plan. That's what I believe with all my heart. And uh, God bless the Black Lives Matter people, but to the extent that they are in opposition to the nuclear family, I believe they are in opposition to God and His plan. Simple, straightforward. Uh, what do you think about that? Four two. What? Will I get fired for that also? Crap. Busy day. Four two one ninety seven ninety seven. Uh, news with Dave Smith. Then you're on the air on five seventy WSYR. Bob Lonsberry, right now. I'm Dave Smith, News Radio 570, WSYR, now on 106.9 FM. Thanks, Dad. Uh, expertly delivered. Uh, gentle listener, uh, it's Open Lines Friday. Uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which means I, right now I'm not even real. Uh, you know like you get a hologram like on TV? I'm essentially a radio hologram. <clears throat> They've taken uh, bits and pieces of audio, mostly gathered from uh, homeless people uh, mumbling at off-ramps, and they have, through computer technology, a lot of electricity is involved, I believe electrons, uh, and they've been able to reformulate bits of quote-unquote conversation, and that's me. Um, so it, it, uh, if you want to call up, that will take a lot of uh, stress off the program and uh, make our work here at Broadcast Central uh, even easier. And I say work, that likewise is in, is in quote marks. Uh, 421-9797. Joe, glad you called us, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Yeah, hi, Bob. This is Joe. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, you were talking about marriage, and you were talking about the, um, I guess it was Black Lives Matters, what, what they believe is that, Kind of anything goes. Is that what it is? Why well, I, I don't know. Some gentleman uh, said he was reading off their website, and I've you know read. They, they have an entire list of objectives. They're sort of the more progressive of the progressive agenda, and one of them is uh, a, a rejection, if you will, of the concept of the nuclear family and more of an extended communal type uh, family. Yeah. Um, well, I, I agree with you on the traditional marriage in. The thing about that is that that is basically, I mean, sometimes marriage vows are followed through, but the goal of all that and the goal of um, that concept is is based in in it's it's God ordained, but it's based not not just to have some. Um, you know, rule that doesn't mean anything. It's based on love. It really is and commitment. Um, you know, if, if you, if you just go with whoever you want and you sleep with them and what have you, then you just, um, you don't care about that person. There's no real yeah. commitment. And in- yeah, you gotta stop. You're turning me on Joe. Um, but the deal is that, um, family is the fundamental building block of society. And I hope you caught that because it's a contrary assertion to what a lot of sociologists, anthropologists, and psychologists would uh, tell you, and and, uh, the folks in the uh, uh, progressive movement. They would tell you that the individual is the building block of society. Um, I believe, uh, on the contrary, that the family is the building block of society. Now, we're not all in families. I understand that. Uh, at least uh, as as defined, you know, mother, father, and the kids. There are divorced, there are deaths, there are people who don't marry, there are people living together, there are, you know, gay folks. There's a whole, you know, a whole shoot match. And, and in a free country, God bless us all, right? But as we're uh, ordering ourselves and as our culture looks at these things, I think it's important to recognize what is best and to accentuate that, to hold it up as a good example uh, towards which to strive. Will we all get it right? No. Uh, Does that mean that it's bad? No. It it is the ideal towards which we should strive. The family's the basic unit of society. 
and we find happiness in this life and the next as we find happiness in the home. Many of the problems which arise in our society right now um, are as a consequence of a failure of the nuclear family. Many people would say, we don't have a policing problem, we have a parenting problem. And it, 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 I, was, I was born out of wedlock myself. I was thinking just uh, earlier today that, you know, it being high school graduation time now, as my mother's high school class graduated, she was eight months pregnant and she had dropped out two years before. Um, so when I speak about out of wedlock uh, people, it's a, it's a subject with which I have some personal experience and also one in which I'm not throwing stones at anybody. But the deal is that children born out of wedlock statistically are in the worst possible situation of anyone in society. If you want predictors for economic and educational and social failure, it's, you know, marital status and the environment in which a child was raised. And so on top of this, we also have these foolish welfare programs came about the war on poverty and all that stuff, wherein the government taking your tax dollars uh, financially incentivized people not to marry, punished those people who were impoverished but who chose to stay together as as husband and wife to raise their uh, uh, kids. The welfare check made the American father uh, expendable and consequently unnecessary. And that led to a generation and another generation and now a third generation where uh, there often isn't a traditional family structure. And it is far more difficult and trying for a youngster to be raised outside that traditional family structure than within. And so, again, a child uh, born out of wedlock is far more likely to ha- have educational failure. It's far more likely uh, to grow up and spend its life in a public uh, assistance uh, a household and, and far more likely to have negative run-ins with the law, Right. So, you know, if you are saying, oh, the nuclear family is some kind of Western thing and we reject that, then what you're actually doing is you're planting the seeds of personal and social destruction. And, you know, I don't care how many marches you have, um, you're simply wrong on that point, right? And, you know, I, I know that the America of this week isn't the America of six months ago, right? The, the freedom thing has been dialed way down. But that is a matter of, of absolute truth. It is a, a matter of personal faith. Uh, it is a matter of cultural experience over most cultures through most eras. And so uh, with respect, again, like I said, I've been divorced. I'm, you, know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a good example of very many things. Um, I don't even floss my teeth. Uh, I think flossing's for pansies. I think science will back me up on that. Hashtag science, obviously. Uh, but the family... The family is the foundation, and the, fa- uh, the family is that thing which um, uh, raises children the best, uh, brings people the greatest prospects for happiness in life, um, and things which fight the family are not good things. Jim, glad you called up, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hey, Bob. How you doing? Good, sir. I hope you're the same. Thank you. Um, first of all, let me start out by saying you've got a great show. Thank you, Frequent, sir. long-time listener. Keep your chin up and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. Um, just a couple comments here on NASCAR recently. Um, it was the last sport I thought I'd ever see where they're now allowing the participants and the pit crew members and even the officials to take a knee during the national anthem. Did, um, has that happened? Yeah. Um, 
they recently also banned the Confederate flag. They did that three years ago, but they um, never really enforced it. So, you know, they get down the southern tracks and after people still fly it, they never really enforced it. Um, just wanted to see what your thoughts were on that. On what? And this, this, and, um, the kneeling in NASCAR? NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to get me fired, buddy. You're just trying to get me fired. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> I, I, uh, kneeling at NASCAR. Is it kneeling to show solidarity when they're not doing the anthem or ne- kneeling during the anthem? During it. Okay. Huh. That and um, this whole gun thing with the taking cops off the air, taking live PD off the air. Now they want to, um, uh, the Paw Patrol, the yeah. chase, the chase. police dog on that. Ch- they yeah. want to do, do away with that. And, I mean, for years and years, Elmer Fudd's been in the cartoons with a gun chasing that wasky wabbit. Now all of a sudden that's offensive. If people don't like it, why don't they just not watch it? Yeah. Yeah, not 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 anymore, uh, Elmer Fudd. Looks like Chase will still be on the case, uh, but there is huge pressure being brought to bear on uh, producers. We'll talk more about uh, live PD and cops, um, uh, a, a, a very nasty pushback in Hollywood against people who have acted in or been part of uh, TV shows that have what the activists have called the good cop uh, stereotype. They say it's a lie. And TV shows that make police look nice uh, or that make you like the police or make you think the police are good guys are really racist TV shows, which are reinforcing racism. Right. That's what they say um, it, on the, the knee during the anthem thing. Um, you can do what you want. I, I just think I don't watch NFL anymore. I never did watch NASCAR, so it's not going to impact me. Uh, here's my choice. Uh, when the national anthem is on. Um, We're talking about our country, and we're talking about our flag, and the correct courtesy is to stand at attention, um, either with your hands at your side, respectfully, or with your right hand over your heart, or if you are a veteran uh, or a current member of the U.S. military, uh, with your right hand uh, rendering the uh, appropriate salute. Um, uh, In my mind, in our family, uh, there are no additional options. It is time for Traffic and Weather on 570 WSYR. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, uh, welcome uh, back. You know, uh, the I push. I hate to break this to you because you know everything's been going so great lately. It's been like living in paradise. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it turns out that whoosh, How to say this? There are Democrats in the world. Oh, shh, don't 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 react uh, frantically. But there are Democrats in the world. Okay. Uh, I know it scares me, too, but there are Democrats out there, and uh, they've got a primary coming up a week from Tuesday. There's a fair amount of voting going on a week from Tuesday. It depends on where you are, uh, but don't let it pass you by. Be sure and check, see if you got something going. And if you are a Democrat, you absolutely do have something going. Uh, there's a, a presidential primary, if nothing else. Uh, there also is... Uh, a congressional primary for many listeners to this radio station in the Democratic side between Francis Canole and Dana Balter. Uh, he, of course, the former Navy officer. She, of course, the former mm, candidate, I guess. And uh, they have been uh, going after each other pretty good. Uh, they'd like to run one of them against John Katko. Uh, it's thought that the race, you know, might draw some attention and money. 
you've seen that before <laughs> too many times. Uh, but the deal is, you know, the, that will come down and the good people of the Democratic Party uh, in the congressional district will have, have their choice to make. And I'm eager to see uh, what they think and what they decide. Um, uh, I have this innate, um, uh, my inclination is to like people who've been in the military uh, Dana Balter, when she started an election ago, just drove me nuts. Um, as time has gone on, I don't know if I've go- grown more daft or if she's gotten smarter or just I've gotten used to her. Uh, because though while I seldom agree with her, she has she makes more sense. Not that I I she ha- I think she has more internal intellectual consistency with her position. She has gotten better, I think. Um, at being a candidate and at communicating uh, what she believes in. Uh, And it's interesting to see. In this current climate, uh, does a white male, uh, does does he become the the flavor, if you will, that, uh, you know, motivated progressive Democrats are going to want in a a primary? Or does the fact that Dana Balter has a little more uh, progressive cred, if you will, and is, of course, a a female, um, does that... Uh, is that more appealing to uh, progressive Democrats? Chuck, glad you called up, sir. Welcome to 570 WSYR. Hey, Bob, can you hear me? Yes, sir, very clearly. Very good. Um, hey, I just commented about your uh, your family structure you were talking about with the Atomic Family. And um, personally, I feel that you're, you're spot on that uh, the family structure is is more than just a a teaching tool it's a support mechanism you know you've got the kids on buses that get picked on and who do they come home to they come home to their mother uh that structure is is important their father teaches them other things that life lessons are really needed like if he's working they they mimic that work if he's uh you know reasonable they, they, they learn those things from the atomic family. And the further we get away from that structure, the less likely I think that we're going to um, progress as a nation or as a people. It just fails us if, if we don't have some kind of structured life for our children uh, going forward. I agree. The exact roles within a family may vary and uh, different circumstance. Generally, the father is the provider and the protector. Generally, the mother is the nurturer and the facilitator. But, you know, different personalities or different circumstance. Maybe mom's got a good job or dad has got some other deal. However, you know, that family uh, does their business. That's, That's great. But you are right. Mom and dad functioning and doing well. Gosh, that's the best uh, uh, role model teaching that those youngsters can ever have. And it's wonderful stability and it's wonderful support uh, uh, for them. And again, unfortunately for youngsters not in that situation for whatever reason, there is an unavoidable disadvantage. It doesn't mean they'll have a bad outcome. It just means you got a higher mountain to climb. News than you on 570 WSYR. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.